Welcome to my office. In this video, we're gonna do something a little different. Along with the real, and the raw, and the outrageous, we're gonna show you some never-before-seen outtakes. In other words, the uncensored version of Strongest Sport PD. All suspects are still innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Super long night. Yeah. So, I think you started with. Uh, that was when John burped in front of that goddess that yeah. you really liked. We st yeah we started <laughs> off in the what um, Devana had just shown. That's up, right. Devana. And she was like cutting up this owl bear. Uh huh. And that's that's where we started last time. And then. And then so, you went to the swamp. Yeah, so we we, <coughs> we came back after talking with Devana. Came back to the village. Then, yeah, like you said, we went up to the swamp. In the swamp, you found, like, some bodies. A bunch of hut. stuff, yeah. Uh, the chest that had things in it. Mm -hmm. So, Nigellus took... He has a cloak. A cloak. And you took a dagger. Yeah, I have a dagger. A yeah. rusted dagger. I also have a shrunken um, glaive, glaive mm -hmm. and I have a little pouch mm. with like gems in it right three tiger's eyes yeah. I think yeah tiger's eye sweet and then you carried the bodies to the temple because it was time for Kolchak's trial. Right. And, oh, well, how many levels of exhaustion do you guys have? I think I have two. Gus yeah. has two as well, right? Gus I has three. Gus has oh, three. Gus has three now. I have one. Okay. Yeah, and I have two. So, uh, the it turned out that Rada's mirror yeah. was the Oni. In disguise. Yeah, the hunter. Yep. And so that's why I pulled this out, just because we had erased it, but this is yep. probably enough of a map so you guys know where we're at. So you fought the Oni. He almost escaped out of the top after he killed, like, almost, yeah, well, he everybody. killed all the men in the yeah. bottom here. And then he tried to escape, and you broke his concentration, so he got stuck by the net. Yeah. And then... He was playing invisible. He tried to ambush mm -hmm. you, like fell on the ground, and then Gus came up and just like punched him. And that was that for him. And then you guys threw him over the edge. Yeah. And Nigellus like two-fisted double stake into his chest. Yeah. And I believe that's where we stopped. Oh. What's her name? Jumped down. Yes, uh, Asvina did. Yeah. She jumped down and killed herself. 
So, that's where we're at. All right. So it's Gus. No, Gus is up above with Shadow. You and mm-hmm. Gus and Shadow yeah. are like one floor above, mm-hmm. and Kolchak is down at the bottom with you and Jelly. No, I had dropped. I had dropped. Oh, you down jumped down because okay. I took the horn as right. a trophy. And right, right. Kolchak, Kolchak put one in his bag. In his yeah, yeah divining pouch. Okay, yeah. okay, yes. So that's the scene. What do you guys want to do now? So, first off, I'm going to sideshow Skulker for my feet. Okay, what does it do? So, I can hide when only lightly obscured, missed attacks don't reveal me, and I can see in dim light. Which mm. seems like it would fit as a druid in the okay. woods. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good deal. So, you get that instead of the ability score increase. And then your wild shape, you can shape shift into CR1. Cool. Nice. Well, I want to... I guess at some point, talk to the statue again. Uh huh. But I don't really just want to ignore everything else and go do that. Uh huh. Because like, I imagine a bunch of people just saw like half the village yeah. get killed, and like then we're just like in there, you know? Uh huh. We're yeah. like in deadly combat with this freaking oni. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So Asvina, she hit the floor right behind you, and her body's laying there. Um, she landed sort of on her front, and the Oni, right, basically right in front of that entryway, right? Mm-hmm. He's, uh, at, yeah, he's on his close. back where you had stabbed him, yep. and his eyes are both just, like, open, staring up, with his horns cut off. <coughs> and, um, I think, probably, as you guys are all sort of catching your breath and, like, coming out of sort of the heat of the battle, yeah. you start to hear up above you, like, all kinds of screaming, coming from way yeah. up at the top of the pit. Okay. Um, lots of crying, lots of voices up there that are just sort of like echoing down to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from down the tunnel, the hierophant, the um, priest who has done the channeling for yeah, you, yeah. she she has been way far back. Yeah. Like you didn't see her before, but she sort of comes out of the tunnel, uh, and stops and like looks at everything. Yeah. And grunts at you and points to you and like gestures to come and she points to all the rest of you guys too okay okay we'll follow or i'll follow at least. yeah okay I'll, i'm gonna follow okay and you guys want kolchak and gus to come too yeah might as well okay. i'll motion to them okay sure so she leads you down the tunnel you walk again i think it's about a half mile right because the tunnel takes you way over oh uh, yeah something like that so it you, you go while. you take this tunnel for about a half mile and you enter back into that same room that you've been in a couple times to your foot's okay. Um, that dome, mm-hmm. right, where in the center mm-hmm. there's the big statue. And she, the Hierophant, gra- Nigel grabs your shoulders and sets you against one edge, <laughs> edge of the door. And okay. she grabs Gus and sets him next to you. And she grabs Kolchak and sets him next. And you guys are, like, in height order, too, because <laughs> I think that's the way that works. Okay. Um, and she holds out her hands to you mm-hmm. and, like... Just yep. good. So you give so. her the gem, and she, um, sh- she's like really not even grunting or making any noise now. Just very like very quick in her movements, very excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she takes the gem from you and then like gestures for you to get over to your side of the door. So uh, she she then without even seeing if you like follow, yeah. she, she just turns <laughs> and sets the thing in the mouth of the statue, and 
takes this book, that leather-bound book, out of her. Oh, you also had the book that you pulled out of the yeah. chest, Yeah, the too. diary. Yeah. yeah. I forgot. I should get my dice. Mm. Probably down there. Or I think I saw some up here, too. Are right? these? Yeah, those are mine. Okay. So she... Sets... She sets the ruby, yep. the red thing, in the in the statue. She sits down, she opens the book, and all of the um, all of the lights mm -hmm. become instead of the I think they turned blue before. Yeah. All the torches burn black this time. Okay. I think I have let me find. Ah, okay. <coughs> So the torches start burning black and white smoke is coming off of them. Mm -hmm. And the white smoke is like pooling in the top of the chamber and sort of okay. circling. Um, it almost looks like a storm that's brewing above you. And she she starts writing furiously. Uh, and it, this takes a couple minutes this time. This mm. is the longest she's ever done yeah, this for you. Yeah. She writes for a couple minutes and like flipping pages and flipping pages and scratching things out. And keep, she keeps writing. Mm -hmm. um, you just hear her kind of like feverishly breathing under her mask. And eventually, uh, she pauses for a minute. And you hear a big, like, <sighs> breath come from under mm -hmm. her mask. Yeah. And she stiffens, and her body just falls off the seat she's on. Okay. Oh, and she's, she's just laying on the ground. I'm gonna go. And the the torches continue to burn black, okay. and the the white smoke is still, and the the book is open in front of her. I'm gonna see if she's still. I'm gonna go see if she's okay. Okay, medicine check. What do you want to do? I'll, I well, I guess I'll take a look at the book. Okay. All right. So you walk up to the book. Nigel's natural twenty. Yep. Uh, she's dead. Hmm. <laughs> she. Yeah, she's dead. You confirmed. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> she's dead. Um, and it is something, I, I suppose you check and immediately determine that she's dead. Yeah. Some kind of stroke or heart attack or something mm. is what it was. Okay. Uh, and her hands are just like clasped on the pen, or on the quill still that she mm -hmm. was writing. And Shadow, you take a look at the book. Mm -hmm. And it's open to one page with a long message on it. And at the top, it says, I tell you. Okay. And the rest of it is a bunch of scribbles that you don't recognize okay. the language. Yeah, yeah. And as quick as you guys can blink, the torchlight all disappears. Okay. So you're holding this, yeah. the book, right? Yeah. The torchlight disappears. And the kind of smell of incense that was around you, too. Yeah. That gets replaced by this, like, oppressive stench of rotted vegetation. Ooh. The only light, you're still in the same chamber. Yeah. But the only light now isn't coming from these torches. It's coming from a crack in the ceiling above you that wasn't there before. Okay. Uh, the crack is maybe a couple inches wide. It's a few feet long, though. So it's enough to give you kind of a dim light to your surroundings. And... Marzana's statue, which you're standing right in front yeah. of, I guess. It's headless. Okay. 
like broken off. It's cracked off at her shoulders, and it's standing maybe about five feet tall. Okay. And around you, what was what weren't there before? There's probably five more, about the same size as the headless statue, pillars of what looked like fungus, just like mm. spaced about this room. Okay. And uh, Marzana's head, you can't. It, it's not nowhere to be seen in the yeah. chamber, basically. But her tongue, that big long tongue that the book yeah. sat on. Yeah. Uh, that is broken off and it's laying on the floor. It's maybe, well, big, long. It's it's big. Yeah. But that's broken off on the floor. The Hierophant's body, Nigellus, that you were standing over, is completely gone. It's just there and you're looking at her and then she's not there. Okay. And all of the torches that ring the room, those have disappeared as well except for one right by the doorway. Mm-hmm. It's not burning anymore. Some of the sconces are, like, cracked off and stuff, mm-hmm. but all the torches are gone but one. The walls themselves, which were clean, that polished stone, right? Yeah. They're now coated in vines, and you notice some sort of markings in the wall hidden behind the vines, but you can't quite make them out just sort of from where you guys are standing, all, all over. The blanket of vines hangs down over the entrance of the chamber, too, concealing the passageway beyond. The floor is soft beneath your feet, and what had been clear flagstone is now a carpet of a whole bunch of different kind of fungus, different mushrooms and things. The book shadow that you were holding sort of gets ripped out of your hands. Give me a save here. Uh, Dexterity, sleight of hand even. Is that a six? So it's a dex save, and then if you're proficient in sleight of hand, you can add your proficiency bonus. So, <coughs> 12. Okay. Nice. That is kind of lucky. You, the book gets ripped out of your hands, but you snatch at it, and yeah. the page that you were looking at yeah. stays with you. Okay. And the book just, like, whisks, and it's not like it shoots out the doorway or out the ceiling or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like something has pulled it from your hands, and then you don't see it anymore. Okay. So the book is gone, but you have that sheet still okay. that's in front of you. And Gus says, what the hell? <laughs> and you guys are up again. What do you want to do? Hmm. Oh, man. I want to investigate the walls to see what's written. Yeah, sure. What uh, give me a investigation yeah. check. I guess I did say I want to investigate. Five. Eight. Okay. Uh, you, it's a bit dark. You can see in dim light now, though. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> you, you pull open the, sort of the vines, mm-hmm. and you look at one spot, and as much as you can pull back, it just looks like something has clawed at the walls, sort of. Okay. You could, you could investigate those further, if you like. Yeah, would that be... Give me a nature check here. Okay. Uh, 13. Okay. Something with, not hands, but sort of scythes, more Mm. like, or more like pincer claws almost. Hmm. So it's not like finger marks, it's like a single gouge or like two gouges next to each other. Okay. All over. It looks maybe like it had been climbing the walls. Okay. So I feel like we got thrown into a different time period. (laughs) Well, that's my best guess. It seems mm. like we could have gotten pushed oh. forward. One other thing you guys notice as you're looking at each yeah. other. 
you no longer feel exhausted. Okay. Shadow, you're fine. So remove all your levels of exhaustion. Okay. Nigellus, remove all your levels of exhaustion. Remove okay. Gus's as well. So keep track of that. You guys are back to zero. <coughs> Do you need a pen? Nope, I got one. Okay. So you three, who had been exhausted, you all of a sudden feel invigorated. Shadow, you could move your full speed again. Nice. It's, it's like ah. you just like woke up from a really, really long, peaceful rest. The jealous you got all your spell slots back, too. Consider okay. this a long rest, basically. Well, I mean, I get them all back with the level up anyway. Oh, okay. Cool. So Kolchak is with you as well. Yeah. He has... Branded onto his forehead. It looks like it was carved there. Okay. Like he doesn't have a lot of hair yeah, covering his yeah. forehead. He's a goblin, so he's, you know, like goblins yeah. kind of wispy up there, maybe. Uh, Shadow, do you know Element or Primordial? Uh, well, I can. <laughs> no, um, I don't think I do, no. Okay. I do. Nigellus does know Primordial. And primordial is the language, it's written in Dwarvish script, so you might okay. recognize that. But primordial is the language spoken by elementals, mostly. Mm -hmm. Branded into Kolchak's forehead, in Dwarvish script, but in primordial text. Yeah. It says, if you read it frontwards, it says Marzana's sling. Okay. Like the weapon sling. Yeah. If you read it backwards, it says Champion of Time. Hmm. Okay. Both translations are possible, kind of the way that Primordial yeah. works. <laughs> it's one of those things that either means, like, bathroom or child. Right. <laughs> I was thinking more like, uh, you know, Yiddish, yeah. where, like, wordplay is a big thing. Where the letters can get rearranged. Yeah. Sort of like that. Well, like, Ich bin ein Berliner means I'm a donut, where Ich bin eine Berliner means I'm from the city of Berlin. Maybe. And so you you see that on Kolchak's forehead? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you want to mar remark on it at all? I'm going to say, Kolchak, when did you get that tattoo? <laughs> he says, what? And he, he kind of, like, looks over his shoulder, because I guess if you're looking at his forehead, it maybe looks like you're looking over the top of him. Yeah. <coughs> um, so, I'm going to point up to it, and it says, dude! He says, I don't get it. Sweet! He looks to you, Shadow. Uh, well, you have some sort of branding on your head. And he, he feels it. Uh, it, it doesn't seem raised or anything, so okay. he can't even feel it. But he yeah. just says, what he like rubs at it, and it yeah. doesn't go away. Okay. So he looks back, he says, what does it say? Um, are you familiar with Marzana's sling? He just kind of shakes his head. He says, well, I mean, that was the statue, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to laugh and chuckle a little. I'm like, oh, well. This is actually a little bit of a play on words where it can also mean champion of time. Primordial is such a fascinating language. You should learn it sometime. Um, 
he, he just like rubs it his head and he's sort of thinking about that for a little bit. And so you've looked at the wall. I guess you turned back and saw that on his forehead and you just shared with everybody else what that means. Yeah. So am I going to, I'm going to see, would I know the slashes on the wall? Do mm-hmm. they seem like some kind of elemental? Okay, go ahead and check. Four plus three. Um, not that you can tell. Okay. What do you want to be doing, Shadow? I don't really know. I want to light. Well, I'll light the torch. That's okay. By the sure. Door. Sure. You light the <laughs> torch. Um, Nigellus, you notice the sheet that he's holding. Mm-hmm. That is written in the same script that's on Kolchak's forehead. Okay. Both um, of you can tr- read the I tell you. Yeah. But you you catch a glimpse of it as the dwarven script and catch a word or two okay. as well, sort of while you guys are right yeah. by each other. So I'll ask if you can give that to me, because I think that looks <laughs> yeah. familiar. Well, I guess I kind of forgot I even had it, so yeah. I guess I'll hand it to I'm you. I'm just like, hey, where'd you get that from? Well, it was in the book, but, well, the book is gone now, so I have this page. There you go. Translate oh, for us. Oh, cool. <laughs> this is the coolest. Yeah. You might, it might actually help you guys. You read it out loud and Luke write it down. Okay. I tell you, a dwarf with snake charmed hair, a last protector, forced to defend, a man with two faces, twisted in wrath, a shepherd, turned bull, a death How fast rack. do you think I can run? <laughs> I have a well, dwarf with snake charm hair. I feel like that's in character. <laughs> snake charmed hair. A last protector. A last protector. Forced to defend... A man with two faces twisted in wrath. A shepherd turned bull. A death wrecked giant. A boy. A boy. With two faces. Okay. Twisted in fear. A lamb taken. To the wolves' den. Okay. Okay. Keep the heifers away from the bull. Exclamation mark. Okay. He believes he's been caught.
This is super cool. <laughs> God. And we'll strike out in fear. This prophecy is based off of uh, Cassandra, too. You know, the Greek one? Yeah. Would foretell things that nobody believed? Cool. With both horns. Into the curves they fall. Where the fish swim. Three ghosts with pearls for eyes. Victims given for a victim taken. Make victims of us all. And then green. Green. Is triangle. White is a circle. Black is a square. All blue, which is a triangle, upside down. All right, just read it together. I want to hear it again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a dwarf with snake-charmed hair, a last protector, a last yeah. Last protector forced to defend a man with two faces twisted in wrath. A shepherd turned bull, a death rack giant, a boy with two faces twisted in fear. A lamb taken to the wolves' den. Keep the heifers away from the bull. He believes he's been caught and will strike out in fear with both horns into the curves they fall. Where the fish swim, three ghosts with pearls for eyes, victims given a victim taken make victims of us all so I feel like the ghost with pearls for so eyes so clearly <laughs> Kolchak jams his hand into the pouch and flips the, um, the shell up and down and yeah. it lands and he just shakes his head and says bad signs bad <laughs> signs he's, he's like almost like shaking yeah so yeah I'm just all I can make out of it is that the ghosts with pearls for eyes are probably those three women we saw with the weird faces. Could be. Oh, as you guys are thinking this through, this is the one thing I wanted to say before we started this leg of it. Yeah. Yeah. This is by far the hardest thing I'm throwing at you. <laughs> oh, boy. And not just tonight. This isn't like a one-night puzzle. Yeah. This is like an arc that might kill one or somebody. I mean, okay. we've so heard just, that every no, time. No, but the thing is, like, you guys are level 8 now, and yeah. I've been designing things for increasingly higher levels, yeah, yeah. and we are now at the point where, like, this stuff is, like, legit. Yeah. The Oni was a CR7. Jeez. Um, so you're getting, you're getting much stronger. 
Okay. So anyway, like I, you guys can totally do this, but play it's it gonna careful. be tough. Uh-huh. <laughs> play it careful. Okay. Hmm. So keep going. Yeah, keep talking through. So yeah, I can. <coughs> a dwarf with snake charmed hair. I feel like that's gotta be like a Medusa. Maybe. I don't know about a lost protector forced to defend. Do you think the shepherd turned bull is me? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Who's the boy with two faces? Hmm. No, because the bull is... This seems like it's pointing towards someone who was originally a protector turning into a predator. Because the shepherd turned bull is a death wreck giant. Keep the heifers away from the bull. Um, he believes he's been caught. He will strike out in fear with both horns. Hmm. Hmm. So, while, yeah, while you guys are pouring over this, you're just standing in the, like, moldy dankness of this place shadow you got your torch over your head yeah i, wanna, I guess i want to inspect those columns of mushrooms sure and see if i can figure anything out go ahead that. give me a nature check uh 19 all right you find um one of them uh you actually find a couple things but let me get i lost my oh no where did i put my sheet I needed that. There it is. You identify these pillars mm-hmm. as myconid adults. Okay. So they are sentient. They they just aren't moving right now. Okay. Um, which isn't out of the ordinary for them. Yeah. They often, like, why would they bother expending yeah. energy? They don't really interact mm. with living creatures in the same way the rest of us do Mm -hmm. so they're just kind of sitting here doing their thing one of them has a sprouting on its head yeah um or or what would be like its head yeah is a mushroom called a nilhog's nose okay you know from from your experience here that if you eat this yeah for 1d4 hours, you'll have advantage on wisdom perception checks based on smell. You'll also have disadvantage on saving throws based against or against smell-based effects. Interesting. So it's just like yeah. if you eat this mushroom, it improves your perception when you're smelling things. Okay. I'm going to try communicating. How? I'm going to speak in Sylvan and see if they answer. Mm. No movement at all. Okay. So I'm going to pass this along to my partner, Shadow. Okay. Okay, so these are myconids. They're just hanging out right now. Okay. 
That one's got a weird mushroom that'll make you smell better. <laughs> Do we take it? <laughs> I can give you a drawing here if the spacing will help you guys. Uh, will that be useful? I don't know. Just in case? Yeah. Sure. I mean, it's essentially a circular room. There's yeah. the ruins of the statue in the middle, and then these things are just spaced around. I think the room's about the same size as the um, the temple base was. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna say it's about 40 feet in diameter. It was from here, right? Yeah. There's the room. If this way is north, mm -hmm. your tunnel's here. With like the vines in front of it, right? Yeah. So our statue is directly in the center. Mm -hmm. The tongue's on the ground right here. You got a pillar here, pillar here. Pillar here, pillar here, and pillar over here. Those are the Mike and Wins. Okay. So can I see, what do I know about Mike and Wins? Yeah, nature check. Uh, nine. Mm, okay. Well, you know they communicate with spores okay. telepathically. But you don't know if there's a way that you can reach out to them without them reaching out to you first. Okay. And these, something's off about them. Okay. So I'm going to say, let's not take that mushroom. Cause <laughs> okay. I don't know what's going on here, but mama taught me to never eat mushrooms. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, what else do you guys want to do? So I'm gonna inspect the statue. Okay. And I wanna see if I can tell anything about how the head got broken off. Okay. Or just along yeah. those lines. 17 plus three. Nice, Point. okay. Well, it looks like it was cracked off, not by being hit by something, just by being like, something pulled it or something like that um the rest of the statue is unharmed okay it has you know some moss and stuff growing up its base but yeah. not very far up it okay can i at least make an estimate of how long it would take to look like that against when i saw it last you mean with the growth on its feet yeah like... <clears throat> yeah you, well, here's the deal. What's curious about this mm -hmm. is based on the coverage of the floor Yeah. with these funguses, the statue should be more covered than it seems to be. Okay. Or than it is. Mm. So either the stuff all grew out from the walls and only just reached it, which doesn't really seem to be the case because the fungus seems to be kind of coming off of these pillars. Yeah. Uh, 
Or there's something about the statue that the funguses just aren't growing on very well. Okay. Hmm. The funguses that are on it yeah. have been on there for a long time. Okay. Like the rest of the mushrooms you find in this room. Okay. I want to look at her tongue. Okay. 14. All right. It looks like it cracked off when, when the head was snapped off. Mm -hmm. It might have just kind of cracked off at that point. Okay. And it, it is... It fell on the floor, and it would have probably crushed some mushrooms, but you don't see any crushed mushrooms, so it's been there for a while. Okay. You can determine. It's broken off at the base. It's maybe the size of a decent book. Okay. Like, that much of the tongue is there. Okay. <coughs> okay. I don't have... I don't really have any ideas. Hmm. I'm, I'm kind of just, like, letting Nigellus do his thing. This is uh -huh. kind of his domain, and I'm kind <laughs> yeah. of like, I don't know what I'm doing here. So. Okay. Well, while you're doing that, Kolchak's just kind of walking around looking at the walls. Yeah. Pulling back the stuff. Yeah. Actually. I'm just kind of <laughs> Kolchak just rolled a natural 20 on his investigation of these slashes. Yeah. Okay. He says, hey, Nigellus, did you see this? There's been hook horrors in this cavern. That's exactly what I was thinking. Okay, give me a nature check, both you guys. We'll see if you know what hook horrors are. 14. Oh. Would you roll a 15? Nice. Yeah. That's enough. I can give you guys a picture of these. I, uh, let's see. Nature, you said? Yep. Yeah, so, uh, 17. Okay, total. so hook horrors are, they're large. They're maybe like 10 or 12 feet tall. Okay. They're sort of a combination between a scarab beetle and a vulture. Hmm. They often mate in pairs, stay underground. They communicate through echolocation and like banging their claws against the walls. Okay. So they echo through the caverns. Yeah. That's what they look like. Yeah. So that's all you guys know about them. Cool. Ew. What would a hook horror be doing here? They, they often live deep underground <laughs> and made in pairs. That's right. Kolchak turns to me and says, yeah, that's right. I don't know. We're underground, aren't we? Yeah. Hmm. Just something ain't right here. Because I at least... He, he keeps peeling them back. He says, man, it actually looks like... Yeah, I think... Well, it's a little hard to tell, but... I have some good experience looking at this kind of thing. I think they were actually doing some sort of mating in this room. Gross. <laughs> well, I don't know if I should be gross. He, he gestures all. towards the mark. He says, look, you see the way those are crossed? That's classic mating dance. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I guess he just knows. Yeah. What? I thought you yeah, wanted vampires. Gus is just like, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're awful knowledgeable about this kind of thing, aren't you, Paul Jack? <laughs> he just, like, blinks. Yeah. So, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to investigate the vines in front of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. See if... What do you want to know about them? Just, like, what they are. What's their story? Mm. Eight. Okay. Are uh, there... Your typical vines... 
kind of grow off of the ground along surfaces. Okay. I'm you know about it about an inch diameter. Okay. Like they're not they're not tiny, but I'm gonna like push them to the side and mm-hmm. see what's behind them. Okay, it's the tunnel. It's dark, okay. dark, 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 pitch black. Hey Shadow. Yes. You can see in the dark, right? <laughs> I can give it a try. You got a torch too. <laughs> yeah. Without their torch, you uh, can I see guess. in the dark. Yeah, I guess I'll take the torch out, okay. out of the thing if okay. I can. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I guess take a look. Okay. Uh, so you you want to, like, step out into the hallway or just yeah, sort I'll of step, peek in? Yeah, I'll step a little bit into it. Okay. It, you are looking at a very stale, unused hallway. The torches that used to be every yeah, couple yeah. feet along the wall, most of those are gone or busted off or broken somehow. Mm-hmm. From what you can see, about 20 feet down with the light of your torch. Yeah. And a little beyond that with your dark vision, right, you can see about, is it 60 feet of dark uh, vision? I think so, yeah. Okay. You can, yeah, just at the edge of your dark vision, on the right side of this straight hallway. Yeah. With the, it's still got the smooth walls. There's no scoring on these that you can yeah. see. okay. There's no tracks on the ground either. Uh, and even the the mushrooms only grow it in about five feet into this tunnel, and they just sort of okay pedal off and they're gone. And then it's the flagstones again, but just at the edge of your vision, it looks like the right side of the um, the hallway mm-hmm. has sort of broken in, and there's a little pile of rubble on the floor okay. there. Okay, and you can see the sort of the edge of a tunnel moving off that direction. And this one keeps going; it's not like that yeah, rubble yeah. blocks it, but it looks like there's a new passageway that you didn't walk by when you came into this room. Well, I say we go for it. Let's see what's <laughs> out there. Yeah, I suppose it works for me. Okay. It's better than being stuck where we are, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So you guys, what is, we'll say this hallway is 10 feet wide, so you can walk yeah. like side by side, basically, mm-hmm. but two by two, if yeah. you like. What do you want the order to be? How are you guys walking? I would say... I'll be in front, probably. Well, in front, or do you want to be... I think it might be better if you're in back, because you can't be surprised. I suppose. We can do that, yeah. Because so I think, like, Gus or somebody has dark vision, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Gus does, yeah. And yeah. Kolchak does, for sure. Yeah. Okay, well... At the very <laughs> least, I think you in back, so we can't be ambushed by anything that might decide to follow us. <laughs> okay, <laughs> alright, alright. Like hook horrors who are in the mood to mate <laughs> all right <laughs> okay so we got shadow in the back shadow in the back i'll be in front you're in the very front Wait. who's got the torch i well i feel like you should still have the torch you want me to keep it in back okay mm-hmm. okay okay and then gus and kolchak in the middle mm-hmm. okay you guys walk down the hallway it sort of muffled echoes of your feet right Mm-hmm. As you walk, you've gone down this way before, although it definitely didn't look like this. And you make it to sort of the edge of what you saw before, mm-hmm. and there's that hole in the wall. It's The hole is maybe eight feet tall, hmm. probably five feet wide. It was busted in. Okay. And beyond it, you see that passageway is maybe eight feet wide. And it goes about 10 feet, and then it branches into a T, and it keeps going that way, too. 
this looks like it was carved out of the rock. Hmm. Uh, so it's not a natural cave, yeah. right? But it's not the smooth walls of this tunnel yeah. you're walking in. And, of course, the the tunnel you're in, so imagine this is like a tiny view of it, right? It mm -hmm. goes this way. There's this hole in the wall. Yeah. It goes back maybe 10 feet, and then that breaks off into this, mm -hmm. and it continues that way and moves like that. Yeah. That's what you can see. Wow, what do you think? And you guys, actually, as you're standing right there, you hear a bunch of barking and howling and clicking and clacking, like like a pack of wild dogs is yeah. what it sounds like, is sort of slowly getting louder and louder, echoing from that direction of that hole in the wall. Okay. And it seems to be getting closer. Hmm. What do you guys want to do? I guess I will. I say we just dive on in. You're going in that way? I, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, my only other thing would. I was trying to think, like, how good would it be for us to hide? Yeah. But I don't know. There's not really a great place to hide in here. So. Yeah. No, Especially, it's just the hallway. There's the rubble that's right by the yeah. entryway. I can hide very well. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not Invisible. an open, empty yeah. area. Um, I mean, yeah, I it's guess. It's getting I'll, louder. I'll you, follow you, actually, you guys you wherever hear, you go. You hear voices, the dog's voices. Yeah. They're barking, but now you can tell that they're voices. Yeah. And they're barking in some canine language that you don't It's definitely communication. Okay. And they're getting louder and quicker and closer and closer. Okay. Well, I'll follow wherever you guys yeah. go. Do we head in or do we just run as fast as we can out of this tunnel try to make it up Kolchak and Gus are just watching you guys looking back and forth Kolchak actually he's got his up. hand like he just pulled yeah. his sling out and he's got his dagger in his other hand and Gus is getting a little excited here I don't know what what are the chances you think they're friendly? Gus actually stands yeah. quickly against the like the edge of the wall, yeah. like he's ready to you know like okay. turn yeah. the corner and hit whatever comes through. But he's still watching you guys both. Yeah, I suppose. He kind of says, "What do we do?" I'll turn invisible. We're gonna go for it. Okay, you turn invisible. While you turn invisible, you're gonna go in. I'm gonna kind of. So like Gus is around the yep. corner. I'm he, gonna... He's like right here with yeah. his back towards the opening. I'm going to go to the wall opposite him and okay. turn invisible. Okay, so you can see through? Yeah. Okay, what are you doing, Luke? Uh, I guess I'm going to kind of do the same thing on Gus. That Gus like, is doing? But just on the opposite the side? Wall. Yeah, okay. I want to, um, I want to like put out my torch. I going to say either put it out or I would say like throw it into the tunnel a little bit so we have a little bit of light. Oh, that doesn't well, cast okay. On okay. Maybe that, yeah, maybe okay. that'll work. So you throw your torch, where do you want to get? At this little T or further down? It sort of tees off, it cuts off in that direction, that's as much as you can see. Um, Somewhere in between the two. Okay, like, like right here? So yeah, yeah somewhere okay. around So there. yeah, that'll illuminate enough of enough of that area that you can see. You toss the torch in, yeah. and then you duck against the side. Yep. What do you want Kolchak doing? Maybe on like the other side of the opening. Else. Okay. Okay. So are you 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 and Gus are on one side? Uh, yeah. Kolchak's on the other. That's how I. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. And you're jealous. You're just watching. Straight you're invisible, looking straight, straight through. 
Okay, what you see, as soon as the torch, you actually whip it in, Shadow, and do you watch while it flies, or are you... I imagine I'm, I'm just kind of, like, doing one of these and just, like... Okay, well, you're throwing a grenade it. around yeah, the corner. Yeah, toss it okay. just kind of back So you like throw that. it, and the jealous, what you see is, while the torch is in midair, mm-hmm. as it's crossing where, where this first T comes, yeah, it hits the side of a hook horror that's just barreling down, running that direction. It hits the side of its shell oh, and just no. drops on the floor. Yeah. And the hook horror doesn't need going. And there's another one running after it and yeah. like looking over its shoulder. And they both shoot through the passageway and continue going that way. Okay. And the barking and yeah. like the voices are super close now. What do you guys want to do? I'm going to just ready in action. Okay. Something For what? Ready what? I'll... Hmm. Already, uh, spell like already an ice knife. Okay. For what exactly? Like, what are you prepared to do if what happens? Give me some conditions. I guess. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna make this a little bigger so we have a map that's easier for everybody to see. So here's the tunnel you were in. Mm-hmm. Right. Where it breaks off. That's what you can see. And you can see. Actually, I will ready an entangle. And that's what I'll do if it appears that we're going to be discovered. Okay. So that's what you can see. And the hook orders just ran through that direction. Okay. You're ready an entangle. And... Basically, as you get that ready, a pack of gnolls, so the big... You're right, okay. Uh, actually, we've fought gnolls before. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. So we're familiar with them because they exist in our city. A pack of them is running through chasing after the hook horrors, hmm. is what, what you can tell. Uh, there are... There are... I can tell you how many you're actually seeing here. So... Double check. There's one who looks, uh, actually there's three of them that are holding two sort of short swords mm-hmm. in both of their front paws and they're running on all fours, yeah. but they're, it's like their whole front half of their bodies are caked in like dried blood. Mm-hmm. These things are kind of gritty and nasty. Yeah, yeah. And then behind them, uh, there's another one that's, that's just got like big claws and he's, he's sort of lumbering after them. Right. So okay. there's, there's four of them running that way and they don't pause they don't they in fact the three ones with the two short swords just keep going through that direction and the one with the big claws sort of notices the torch and like just continues on okay and they they all pass you in that direction and you hear you hear the echoes of everything but they continue that way what do you guys want to do so (laughs) i don't want to follow trouble but no i don't yeah if we want to explore that I can give everybody the pass without trace buff. <laughs> True, we can be stealthy. Yeah, if we really wanted to explore that, we could do it without engaging anything. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't really want to chase after that <laughs> yeah. mess. But, I mean, I guess... 
So they, while you guys are, you, you're listening, obviously. You're yeah. sitting in the dark listening to this. You hear the voices get quieter and quieter for maybe, you listen for another, not long, mm-hmm. maybe 10 seconds after they've passed you, okay. you hear like a sharp, high-pitched, squealing yelp, like mm-hmm. maybe it came from one of the gnolls. Yeah. And then a bunch of howling and barking and biking, biting and like clattering oh, and all yeah. kinds of noise. Like it seems like they're fighting further down that tunnel. Hmm. Okay. Well, I think we should explore and I think I should cast Pass Without Trace. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does that sound good? Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'll do that. Everybody has plus 10 to stealth. Nice. I'm going to get my computer so you have cold checks. How long does it take to pass pass without or cast pass without trace? One action. Okay. Oh, so each creature you choose within thirty feet of you has a plus ten bonus to dexterity, which it's like dexterity parentheses stealth checks. So yeah, so specifically stealth. Okay. Not just dex. Okay. Okay, Kolchak's stealth is already plus six, so he's now got plus 16. Okay. To his stealth. What do you have, like plus 19? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think it is 19. Stealth is nine, yeah, so. Plus 19 to yeah, stealth. Yeah, basically. That's crazy. Like, what's the point of even rolling? <laughs> yeah. You get a one, you still have 20. Yeah, I still have 20. <laughs> That's awesome. I think at that point, just to see if you can break. 35. Right? Okay. So, you got Pass Without Trace. Oops, sorry. Yeah. So, I'm just gonna tell everyone to stay close to me, mm-hmm. and there's a very... Sneak I yeah. guess. Okay. So, which way are you going? I say we just, instead of following them, I say we go past to one of the forks. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. So as, as you pass where everybody else ran through, mm-hmm. in fact, I drew this deliberately. The thicker line, this is about 10 feet wide, mm-hmm. right? Just like the hallway you were in. Yeah. The one they ran through was only five feet. So the hook horrors, in fact, were scraping on both walls. Mm-hmm. You actually, as you look up, you see the scratches sort of left by their carapaces on yeah. the walls. Okay. Uh, torch is still on the floor. Doing anything with it? I guess I'll grab it when we go by. Okay. Yeah. Okay, sure. So you make it up to this, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. What you're seeing is that this one loops around and goes that way. And this other one goes up there and turns that direction. Okay. And you you can't tell where it's coming from, but you actually hear barking and the sound of more knolls, presumably, mm-hmm. coming from... One of those two hallways. 
Hmm. Seems to be coming closer. Maybe in response to, because even here you can still hear this. Yeah. Okay. This stuff behind you. Hmm. Can we tell which one it's coming from? Go ahead. Give me a roll. Give me a check. Uh, insight, I guess. 19. <laughs> but my insight's like... Plus five or six, too, I think. All right. Yeah, so 24 total. Okay. <laughs> it is coming from both directions, but okay. this is the more direct route. Okay. The northern passage is the more direct. Like, it's louder from there. Yeah. But it's echoing to you from both sides. Well, <laughs> do we want to go towards it's, it? Or? It's the same noises, right? Does yeah, that make yeah. sense? It's not like there's two packs of them. You're hearing yeah. one pack, but it's coming from both hallways. Okay. Well, do we want to get to them quickly? or <laughs> Behind you, there's more yelping. And something sort of screeches. Like a bird. Mm. Like a giant bird. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go then. Let's go less direct, actually. <laughs> okay. So okay. we're going the long way. Okay, so you guys to the right. take yeah. the southward path. It loops around and meets up with the path that everything had ran through, okay. basically. So they had kind of just gone through a passageway there. Mm -hmm. And it takes essentially a U-turn. This is really curvy and opens into a larger room here. Okay. Maybe, maybe 30 feet wide. Mm-hmm. That has a further passageway that heads off kind of back towards the where the northern passage seemed like it was going. And as you guys get into this, the entry of the bigger room, mm -hmm. you hear more of those loud voices. Shadow, you're, I'm going to let your insight keep going here. Yeah. It, best you can tell, you went this direction, they're going that direction. You're sort of passing each other in a circular okay. pattern if, if you had to make a guess. Okay. You hear more yelping coming from behind you. Far, farther off now. Yeah. I want to see, are there any places we could possibly hide in this opening? Mm. Yeah, this, there's plenty of stone piles. This is, this was a cave that's been carved out by the hook horrors, mm -hmm. you sort of guess, and it is not cleanly carved. There's piles of stones everywhere, stalactites, stalagmites, like, yeah. this is a messy room with a relatively uneven floor even, so not okay. difficult terrain, but you definitely all yeah. find stones you could hide behind if you wanted to. Well, what do you, should we get a clearer picture of what we're dealing yeah. with? You it think, might or? be a good idea to see, like, yeah. What do you mean by that? Hide and see if anything comes oh, by. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sure, everybody give me, give me a stealth check. The way this works, you all make a stealth check and that is how well you are hidden. And then anybody who's coming through, <laughs> natural 20 plus 19? Plus all right. the 10 from his plus 9. God, who is watching all the time, <laughs> says, where did Shadow go? <laughs> it feels a disturbance and uh, yeah. suddenly... If God doesn't see you, do you still exist? <laughs> I'm shielded from, from vision. Mm -hmm. Good God. So I got 24. Okay, roll for Gus and roll for Kolchak. Oh, yeah. Each. I'll roll for Gus. Okay. Stealth is dex, right? Yep. So, oh, I guess I don't know if he has... So it's 17 plus the 10 of the... Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So I guess plus three, 27 then. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Kolchak, uh, he rolled a two, but he has plus 16. I was going to say, yeah. I didn't know if I was proficient in Okay. Dice, oh, yeah. Right. It's okay. That's good enough. You oh, guys. So who has the lowest height Kolchak? With 18? With 18. Okay. So you guys are all hidden well enough to, yeah, be pretty dang good unless somebody like Mind <laughs> Artist came through with like almost near perfect. Passive yeah. perception, uh-huh. yeah. So you hide. What you hear is probably over the next 30 seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two more yelps. Hmm. And the fighting continues. And the the barking, the other voices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Best you can tell. Again, they, they pass through exactly where you guys were. Okay. And sort of their voices get quieter until they're all sort of coming from the same location. Okay. And uh, there is more couple more yelps mm-hmm. and then a screech a big screech and a big boom sound yeah and then a bunch of like howling and barking and sort of cackling hyena noises and then it's another screech okay another yelp and more howling and cackling <laughs> yeah and then it's relatively quiet well, then it's quiet, and you just hear more dripping of the cave around you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you can still hear the gnolls far off talking to each other. Yeah. But combat is clearly done. Okay. Can I tell what language they're speaking? No. Well, they're talking the way gnolls talked when you yeah. and Bricks found them before. Okay. It's like dumb heads. Exactly. Dumb it. So you guys just keeping on waiting? Well, how long do you want to wait for? Yeah, I mean they walked past. I thought they were maybe gonna come up our way. Yeah. And then we could see them, but. Well. I say we press on. And yeah, see if they pass, from. if they pass us, then I would just continue going. Yeah. Okay. Or if not, I guess if they pass us. But if we heard which way mm-hmm. they went, yeah, yeah. As yeah, long as they're not they're gonna like, back passage. yeah. As okay. long as we're not gonna bump into them. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. guys are continuing on then. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You follow this a little further. It branches off sort of northwest and northeast. Which route do you want to take? Actually, the northeast one. Then quickly branches into another T. Let's go northeast. Okay. Okay. Sort of farther away, Mm -hmm. as far as you can go. This one loops around, kind of wiggles a little bit, and then heads essentially directly west. Okay. And you see that was a big circle. Mm Mm-hmm. And the passage continues to the west, and there's a larger room there. Okay. With a... Puddle of blood on the floor. Okay. A knoll arm on the floor hmm. that's been kind of gnawed at. And signs of fighting. Okay. Hmm. The, oh. the voices you still hear, in fact, now, now that you're here, mm-hmm. you get a sense of that's the space here. Okay. It's almost like a racetrack you're on here. 
I want to investigate to see if there's... Is there anything in here that's waiting to ambush us? Okay, <laughs> sure. What are you looking at? The floor, the ceiling? I guess just the this... puddle of blood? <laughs> yeah, I guess... Well... There's one... There's a passageway off to the west okay. further, too. I don't know. Where do you think a cave horror... Not a cave horror, a hook horror. Where do you think one would be hiding if one was hiding? So there, remember... There were two that ran past. They're like 12 feet tall. Yeah. And like 8 feet wide. I'm gonna investigate to see if there are any stalagmites that look okay. hook horror shape. Okay. Four. <laughs> Even with that, you can yeah. tell there are no hook horrors in this room. Okay. There... Imagine the size of an elephant. Yeah. With a vulture's head. Yeah. And, and hook arms. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be kind of hard for one of those to hide from you. Okay. Although, I mean, they could press themselves against the ceiling, maybe. The ceiling is clear of any danger. Okay. Yeah, but I'd just say we keep pressing on. Um, I don't know. I guess I'll, like, look, I'll dip my finger in the blood uh -huh. and, like, I don't know, like, smell it or something. Taste see it. If Only I you can... have room that yeah. would help you. To see if I can, yeah. Figure okay. out what it is. So I guess <laughs> investigation. Uh yeah. <laughs> How? <coughs> All right. I don't know. It's just gonna be a really hard check. Yeah. Because I have no idea how you determine blood or, or identity like, of something based on. Blood. I don't know. Or like, what do I roll? Like, <laughs> Maybe just if it medicine. looks like. If you can, if you can justify it to me. Matter even maybe just like investigate the null arm and look like if there's blood coming out of it. Okay. Well, I'm gonna investigate. Does this blood look like sure. normal person blood? Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, one. Natural one. You but it's what it, I guess. Oh, I right. If I roll investigation, uh -huh. it'd be a six. Not much better. Okay. Okay. Uh, you can't tell whether the blood came from. The null arm or something else, okay. but the null arm is in a pool of blood, yeah. so it doesn't take super high investigation to sort of conclude that the blood belonged to the null to the, the, null. the lost its arm. Okay, what what kind of bites are like on the arm? Ah, give me an investigation for that too. That, that's a different check. Uh, eight plus six. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, looks like null teeth. Okay, so they're chewing on each other for some reason. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. Uh, that <laughs> was all I was interested in with the arm. I'm going to put the arm back in as close to the regular position as I <laughs> so found I it. don't notice it changed. I'm going to roll. Is it normal for gnolls to eat gnolls? Would that be nature? Yeah. Plus three. Okay. Yeah. They have no qualms about eating each other Actually, if something happens. I'm going... I was going to say, I'll put it back just, just, like, astray enough that it's going to bother somebody that, like, the one person that knew how it yeah, looked before. the anal retentive knoll yeah. will come back and be like, somebody touched my arm. Yep, but uh, none of the other ones will be able to tell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Press on? I mean, yeah, I don't really... I'm Gus just shakes his head at it and... Kolchak kind of says, can we get out of here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah. Keep going? Pressing on? Yeah. yeah. Keep going. Okay. You guys follow this westward path. It goes west, heads north, and there is another room here. And before you get into the room, because I have a feeling you're kind of moving a little slow, right? Mm -hmm. Like stealthy. That yeah, is. yeah. To keep Carefully, our... <laughs> that is, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, there are three gnolls sitting around a campfire. It's burning. The, the pathway continues behind them. You see daylight way off in the distance. Mm, okay. Well, through a relatively straight path. It's maybe a, maybe a quarter mile straight path, like a burrow tunnel here behind them. But between you and that tunnel, there's three mole, uh, three moles, <laughs> three little moles just sitting there. Yeah. Th- three gnolls. Okay. Uh, sitting in front of a fire. They they seem perked up and listening down the tunnel that you came from. Yeah. Uh, but they're not all really watching you. They're kind of staring into the fire. One of them's chewing on some piece of meat. I'm gonna. In fact, let me give a because they're listening here. Okay, you guys are still hidden. Hmm. They don't hear you. How many plants are in this cavern? None. Hmm. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> I mean, maybe like tiny bits of mold, but this is really a cave that's been dug out. Yeah. <laughs> we can have, I mean, since we're like, have the element of surprise, kind of. Yeah. It might be. It yeah. might not be so bad. So the room we isn't that big. Like, it's maybe 15 feet yeah. of a cavern they're in, okay. and they're sitting right in the middle of it. Okay. So I was going to say, Gus can, like, shadow jaunt in and kind yeah. of draw their attention. We can attack. I'm going to do this. So you guys can see what you're looking at here. While they're distracted. Yeah. And here's their fire. Because you and Kolchak can both range. Yeah, or I could just... I could probably just take them out all at once. I, I guess you might have some kind of AoE thing, too. If you can do that, yeah. yeah. And you, you guys are hiding back here. Okay. Yeah, I can... I can <laughs> engulf the entire cavern in a tidal wave. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Is that what you're going to do? Put out their fire, too? Well, I always <laughs> I feel bad you. just like, these guys are just hanging out. I'm going to kill them. <laughs> Never take it lightly when I take a life. That's fair. But That's a big decision to make. On the other hand... They do eat each other. <laughs> it's they their do. culture. Yeah. That's not a fair judgment to make. These savages need civilization. Uh, you're that kind of druid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. They would eat themselves alive if it wasn't for us. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to do? Mm. Kolchak well, puts a stone in his... He yeah. gathers a stone... And sets it in his sling, and he kind of looks at you guys. He says, "I think I can get that one." I'm just gonna say, I think and I Gus, can. Gus is like, "I can have them all knocked out before they know what's going on." I'm just gonna, guys, calm down, <laughs> and then I'm gonna snap and summon a title. <laughs> okay, okay. What does this do exactly? So, conjure up a wave of water that crashes down on an area within. 120 feet. Okay. Up to 30 feet long, 10 feet wide, 10 feet high. Oh, yeah. So the room is just, yeah, full, right? Okay. Yeah. Each creature in that area must make a deck save. All right. Well, okay. I'm going to give them a deck save. Mm-hmm. 
Only in as much as they could, like, they have disadvantage. Well, so the <laughs> deck they save... they don't see this coming. The deck save keeps them from being knocked prone. Yeah, okay. So... Nine and eleven, a nine plus one. Do they save? Nope. Okay. They wouldn't with the eleven plus one okay. either. So all of them <laughs> fail their deck save. What happens now? So each creature takes four d eight bludgeoning damage. Wow. Okay. So they all take 17 bludgeoning damage, and they're all knocked prone. Okay. All right. What's happening next? So the tidal wave crashes through. They all get thrown to the ground, basically. Mm -hmm. And the fire goes out, so it's pitch black in here again. Yeah. And the water... You're basically just having it fill that cavern that yeah. it does. Okay, it's just it, kind of like... It sloshes over them, just kind of comes out of the wall and hits them, and they get knocked down, and then just... What happens to the water after that? It... The water then spreads across the ground in all directions, extinguishing unprotected flames in its area and within 30 feet of it, and then it vanishes. Okay. So, Shadow, do you want to try to keep your torch lit? Um, well, I guess if I see, like, sunlight off in the distance, uh -huh. I'm not going to be okay. so concerned. Okay, so you don't have to do a save then. Your torch just gets Damn it. blown out <laughs> as the water kind of sweeps through. You, none of you guys get knocked over or anything, but the water passes kind of by you and as it's disappearing. And the three gnolls are now prone. Mm -hmm. That was Nigellus' turn. Shadow, you can act. The other two of you guys can act before these things go. We could honestly just all... They are nearly dead. We could all stay hidden, and they would just have no idea what's going on, <laughs> and we could just hope they're going to run away at this point. Yeah, but do we want them to, like, run away screaming and stuff? Like, what if outside is, like, a base and you know, Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is just their, like, little dungeon where the uh -huh. yeah. weaklings are. Yeah, that's fair. All right, so while you guys are thinking about this, mm -hmm. because Gus was excited already yeah, yeah. <laughs> gus shadow johnson luke give him he's gonna try to punch this okay. furthest guy from you he's got advantage because the guy's prone doesn't need it that hit 16 yeah plus whatever plus five 21. okay real damage for it um let's see Yeah, 10 damage. Okay, he's dead. So, Gus, <laughs> the, the wave comes in and knocks them all down. And then while you guys are like, what do we do? Gus, Shadow, he teleports in, punches that guy, roll an attack on the next one who's right next to him. Nine or five. So, nine plus five is 14. Hits. Give me damage. Uh, four damage. Okay, kills him. <laughs> so, so Gus teleports in, punches the one guy who just goes out, <laughs> yeah. turns and punches the other guy who just goes out, and as he's moving towards the third one, Kolchak steps into the room and he whips his sling. Yeah. He's going to fire a shot. John, roll for Kolchak here. <laughs> he's got like plus seven or eight to hit with yeah, it. Yeah, he's pretty good. Plus eight. Plus eight. Three. 
Oh, you have advantage, right? Actually, prone with ranged, you have disadvantage. Oh, really? Yeah. So Kolchak misses. With 11? Uh-huh. Yep. Mm. It whizzes over the guy's head and clacks against the wall behind him. Shadow, it's your turn before this third guy's going to get to go. <laughs> okay. I guess I'll walk out of <laughs> from the side there and attack with my dagger. Okay. Your regular dagger or the one you found? Yeah. Uh, just with my regular one for okay. now. Although... Okay. Taking out my dagger now has reminded me that I have a dagger that I know <laughs> nothing about. Um, so, yeah. So just my regular dagger. Okay. Now. Is that a nine? Yep. Plus six? And you, yeah, That hits. You have advantage, but that hits. That's fine. Oh. So how, how Well, let's you... see. <laughs> Another nine. 19. All right. 19. No oh. need to roll damage. How do you kill this guy? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking, like, totally nonchalantly just kind of like well we were trying to decide what was gonna happen and gus just killed these two guys so i'll just like walk up and just kind of like stab him a few times i'm picturing a little more like you just walk out and like stand over him hold your dagger down and just drop it oh my god just yeah it's like in pitch black just like this black cat so probably all he can see is the eyes i mean he has has dark vision too but Oh man! Yeah, a wave hits him out of nowhere, and then a giant cat just comes yeah. out and kills him. Really right. nonchalantly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the three gnolls are dead. What are you guys doing? I guess heading for. They're wearing clothes and stuff. Like they're they're not totally naked. Hmm. If you want to loot them, that is. I'll loot them. <laughs> I know this doesn't come naturally to you guys. But yeah, we don't check. we don't loot. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Uh, you quickly pull at them. Are you going? Are you going fast, or are you taking your time here? I'll take my time. Okay. In that case, you find um, the first one that Gus punched. Mm-hmm. He's holding a brown tourmaline, a okay. gem. The other two have nothing. I'll take a brown tourmaline. All right, which is pretty valuable, hmm. actually. Why would a null have that? <laughs> Who knows? Also, we gotta find a jeweler to sell this stuff. <laughs> okay, so you pull that off him. What do you guys want to do? The voices at your back? Yeah. They've faded away. You can't hear them at this point. The gnolls that were sort of talking to each other after the fight with the hook horrors. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, it's just go into the sunlight and see what happens. I don't like being yeah, in tunnels. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'd, I'll, like, peek around when we get out to the uh-huh. thing just to make sure okay. nobody's there. Good. But... So you get you guys walk a ways till you get to the sunlight, and it, it basically opens up into, it's like the entrance to a burrow, a big burrow. Um, okay. And you peek out into the sunlight, you don't see anything out of the ordinary. Okay. And you are standing in, this is, this is a denser part of the forest. Okay. So you're pretty well hidden actually at the entrance to this burrow as well. So I'm happy to be back in the woods. So I'm just going to dive into the nearest thicket. Okay, cool. So. Can I snag this out of the way? Yep. Back to our woods map. And as you guys, uh, y- 
you hear no more noble voices behind you like that whole time you're in that tunnel. Okay. So, you are now, you've been going north. You know your direction underground now, right? Or is that mm-hmm. different? You always know which a, way north is? That was a different one. Oh, okay. No, you know um, when sunrise and sunset is, I think. You ha- you know some kind of time. No, there. that was a different one. Was it? So, I can hide when only lightly obscured, mist, tac- or mist attacks don't reveal me, and I can see in dim light. That was a different one I considered taking. Man. You guys are there. There's even more stuff to explore. (laughs) So what do you want to do? Where are we? Here? (laughs) Yep, at the cave-in. Okay, well. So you all climb out of the burrow that Kolchak says, yeah, do you see the, do you see these marks here? Those, the hook horrors dug all this. Like he's, he's kind of really interested as a ranger in sort of their habitat and how they've been living. Okay. So he's a little bit fascinated. He says, man, I feel kind of bad about them, but... Which way do you guys want to go? Let's just go north. Okay. Go north. Going to, you got the marker, right? Yeah. You emerge from the cave at 10 a.m. Okay. And we still need to keep track of that, too, because you guys, now that you're above ground and you can, you sort of have a sense of things again, you feel that time is still really pulling at you in a strange way. Uh, Gus actually remarks on it, too. Yeah. At this point, when he comes out, he yeah. says out loud, like, man, do you guys feel that? Something's wrong. Um, and both of you know what he's talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kolchak just shakes his head. He's like, I don't know. I feel fine. <laughs> and Gus says, oh, it's the same thing as before. i just, just tired. And Kolchak doesn't seem to feel that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. Don't go north. I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's I mean, all I can think well, of. Would I? So like, would I recognize? Because I think I'm the only one that's been up to like. That's right. The, I guess I since I can see the map, you uh-huh. know, uh-huh. Yeah. I'm the only one that's been up here. Yep. Would I like? Re- would I? I you, guess in in the universe, uh-huh. would I like? Hey, I recognize this, or you wouldn't recognize it, but you would have a sense based on sort of. The direction, you didn't get too turned around underground. Okay. Like, yeah. you guys pretty much followed a straight path. You have a sense that you're pretty close to where you talked to Triglav before. Okay. Uh, but you're in the dense stuff, so you don't recognize yeah. your surroundings here. Okay. So, y- yeah, you'd know enough I guess to say, like, the... this is close. Like, yeah. I think we're close to where I talked to Triglav. Yeah. You would know that. Okay. Because I was going to say, I think north is where Triglav is. That might be their best bet to try and figure something out anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I mean we I'd say north. If we hop out of the Okay. Hop Go out ahead. of the brush. Draw us a line. Bum, 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 bum. How fast are you guys going? Normally. Let's go fast. Okay. Okay. 
So that's one tenth of a mile, or one, you know, one thing. <laughs> that's yeah, tenth of a mile. Oh, okay. I gotta get this out of your way. Yeah. I guess I yeah. can say that's I'm going to leave minutes. that. You guys want to go left or right? Is what it looks like you're faced with. And you can... The reason well, I'm leaving this out is so you yeah. guys can see what it used yeah. to be, too. So, well, up here would have been Triglav. Yeah. I guess now that we're out of the thick stuff, yeah. do I, I guess, gain a little better... Yeah, yeah, you'd know up there would have been Triglav. I'm not going to remove this yet just because, yeah, like, yeah. right, this is dense, but you're still in wood, so you yeah. can't see quite that far. I well, we so I get, yeah, so I guess if we're going to go that way, yeah, yeah, to okay. go to Triglav. Okay. So, as you guys head in that direction, uh, you you walk a ways, and eventually the trees kind of part, like they did before for you, okay. Shadow. And when you emerge from the trees, to see the field and the riverbank beyond, the air thins as though you've suddenly found yourself at altitude. Stretching nearly the full width of this grassy field, which is basically this thing here, maybe 200 yards from where you're standing right now, to the moving water of the river, the earth is tramped and scuffed with markings. Seen from above, they may make more sense, but from where you stand, you can only tell that they're on a grand scale and were created deliberately, probably like by a combination of repeatedly walking the same routes over and over and continually packing dirt down to create a slightly raised, densely packed trail. The open sky overhead is the color of a days-old bruise, and there's a stag drinking from the riverbank about 200 yards back, hmm. basically where you saw Triglav before. Yeah. He is not here, but this stag is drinking from the riverbank. It lifts its head, and it watches you guys for a minute. What do you want to do? It's just looking at you. I want to kind of... You're like 200 yards away, remember, so probably too hard far to yell or something. Yeah. I'm gonna make a very grand gesture and then I'm gonna bow to it. Okay. What are you trying to do? Well, just like kneel in reverence, I should say. Okay. What? I want you to do a roll, but I'm trying to figure out what you're trying to accomplish, so. Okay. Basically, just show my respect. Okay. Uh, you don't have to roll for that then. You're just showing respect, that's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, the stag, one of its ears flick. Mm -hmm. And it runs into the river. Into the river. Into the river. Like it's running from you, hmm. basically. And it takes two big leaps. One into the river. The first one takes it sort of at its chest height. Mm -hmm. And the second one, it's beyond its depth. And you see it start to struggle in the water. What do you want to do? So. Yep, it looks like it's going down okay the current's pretty fast here so first off when i saw these ceremonial markings mm -hmm. i could tell it would look different from above mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna use my wild shape and okay. turn into a giant eagle okay good i'm gonna fly into the river and pick up the stag okay so give me how long does wild shape take um is it one action yeah okay six seconds mm -hmm. so you quickly turn into a giant eagle you take off. What's an eagle's flying speed? Um, 
Shadow, what do you want to do here? I don't know. I'm not so concerned with the drowning stag in the water. <laughs> okay. Um, so. I'm a little bit concerned that Triglop's not here, so maybe I'll be, like, investigating the, okay. I guess, like, the sure. trotted earth and stuff. Uh-huh. Or, yeah, okay, go ahead. So. Yeah, you can check that out. So, Eagle flies 80 feet. Okay. And you want to dash here? Yeah. Would you get a one? one. Okay. If, if I'm, like, investigating, I think I'm, like, plus seven or eight. Okay. So, so you, while you're looking at that, you can five, tell these, so six, basically the footprints were made by human-sized people. Okay. You can't tell whether they were actually humans yeah. or something else, but about that size. Nigellus, you transform into this giant eagle. You take off as fast as you can. Mm-hmm towards the stag which is it's gone under the water and it's struggling but you can see it eagles are made to hunt things that are underwater so you are you tell me how you want to try to get it out i basically you're a giant eagle you could you could grab it like you're grabbing a fish that's kind of what i was thinking like swoop like in a bird grabbing a salmon okay except a giant bird grabbing a stag. Yeah, okay, give me an, uh, give me a roll for that. You can call this a grapple if you like, so use your strength. Okay. 17. Plus yes. three. Okay, good. You snatched it out of the water. Okay. And you, it, it was going for, there's more trees on the other riverbank. Yeah. Uh, but you, you reach in and pull it out, and it's struggling, but mm-hmm. you've got it in your talons now. Okay. What are you doing here? I'm just going to kind of hover. Okay. Like maybe five or ten feet above the ground. Okay. And I'm going to drop it on the other side of the river. Okay. Good. You drop it and it immediately scrambles off and disappears into the woods that direction. Okay. Cool. All right. At which point, so then I'm going to just ascend. Uh-huh. And kind of lazily circle around the ceremonial markings. Yeah, okay, so what you see, it's more or less what I have drawn here. Okay. There's three human figures. One of them is all walked in, so it's basically darker colored. Mm-hmm. One of them basically split right down the middle. It's half walked in and half not. So it, what it gives the effect of is half of the body is darker and half the body is lighter colored. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And the third one is just the outline walked in so the whole body is lighter colored okay <coughs> and meanwhile so while you're looking down on it shadows just kind of looking from Checking his from his yeah six or eight feet off the ground seven seven feet tall yeah. examination of things what do you guys want to do well Kind of baffled at the moment. I don't really know what to make of this. Yeah, I'll swoop down and I'll describe what I saw. Okay. I never actually saw anything with triglob. Yeah, right. So I'll just let them know. Like it looks like it's three people. One's all the way dark. One's half dark and half light, and one's all the way light. Hmm. Kolchak looks to you and says, "Yeah." It, Kind of like Triglav, right? I never saw him, but you did. Yeah, I guess... It, Gus actually steps forward. He says, well, sort of. Because yeah, he saw him, too. Because he saw him, too, right? So, uh, yeah, I guess so. And Gus seems a little troubled, too. Yeah. He actually sort of, like, elbows you a yeah. little bit and says, like, so you, you were here before? 
and you. Mm-hmm. I don't like this. No, not really. I don't really know what to make of it. Gus says, "I should we go back to the village?" And Col- Kolchak says, "I don't, I don't know. I guess." Do I still have my gem from? Um... Marzana, mm. or did I like lose that when we? Did you grab it out of the statue? Look. You did not. I never specified it. We just kind of went from. Uh, yeah. So you were holding the book. Yeah. But not the gem. The yeah. gem was still there. Yeah. So you don't have the gem, and it wasn't uh, in the chamber either. Okay. I'm gonna whistle for any robins. Hmm. It takes a little bit of time. <laughs> Thank you. It takes a little bit of time, mm-hmm. but eventually one of them flies up to you. Okay. Lands on the ground in front of you. Okay. And kind of cocks its head at you. I'm just gonna bow. Okay. And it puffs up its chest yeah. a little bit and kind of struts. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say that's a mighty fine flight, friend. Um. He just nods. What He's word weird. from Devana? He cocks his head. And. Uh, he says, who's asking? A friend of Devana. <laughs> he kind of flutters a little bit, mm-hmm. and he flutters right up to you and lands on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. He says, I haven't spoken to Devana in a long time. What do you want to know? Hmm. I can find her for you. Yeah. Well, first of all, tell her it's her friend Nigellus. Okay. She hasn't been returning my calls lately, so <laughs> I hope everything's okay. Okay. And let her know we are troubled by Triglav's disappearance. Okay. He writes a note to himself. <laughs> Using some kind of rudimentary bird language. Yep. Uh, and he, he just nods and takes off. He flies south. Pulls a piece of bark. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Flicks his one little claw. That's right. <laughs> Puts on his reading glasses. Yep, exactly. Oh. All right, so he's flown off. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess at this point I would probably be thinking head to the village. Yeah. I don't really... I can't think of anything that I can do here to summon or whatever. Yeah, yeah. you know. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think that's all we can really do. All right, which direction are you guys going? It's also, it's 10.30 right here. Okay. Oh. Also, how late are we playing tonight? What time is it? Oh, five? Quarter after yeah. five. Yeah. We can play a little longer. Yeah. Not much. <laughs> yeah. Because I want to play a little more, but I also know... You got to work and... Yeah. Okay. I don't, uh... Well... Maybe half an hour? How... 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> how long were we at this place? This trotted thing? Like, how long uh, did long it take? Oh, not long at all. Okay. I was going to say... Five minutes, maybe. Because if... If I, like... If it took Nigelis a really long time to fly... No. And, like, all that... I was going to say I would take out my dagger and start investigating. Mm. Maybe, like... If we're going to make our way back to the village, maybe I would say, like, 
I want to move a little bit slower, but I want to be like examining this blade. I guess. Okay. Since I know the trip is gonna be like yeah, okay, longer. I'm not in like a rush to okay run everywhere anymore. So okay, sure. May I think maybe that's what if we're gonna go to the village. I think that's how uh -huh. I'd like. Okay, like that's fine. It. So your attention is gonna be yeah taken up by your dagger. Perfect. So we can't go like fast. Yeah, yeah so we'll we'll slow. say normal. We'll say normal. Okay. Yeah. Which path you taking? Go ahead, draw me something. Okay. And while you were going, shadow. Yeah, and I'm pretty. I'm pretty much fine with whatever way we go. Um, both of the ways that I knew mm -hmm. uh, were about the same. Back to the, back to the. Oh right, yeah. Village. Yeah. So. And we're gonna need more map removed. Oh, okay. Which one? This one. Yeah. I don't know. You tell me. Yeah. Mr. DM. That's right. Okay, so as you go, you see that same plateau, the stone plateau, right? Rain shadow okay. that you were at before. Yeah. Uh, there is only one obelisk that you can see on top of it. Remember, there were like mm, there's a bunch, a yeah. bunch before. Now there's only one. Hmm. And you don't have to if you want to climb up and investigate, you can, or you can just sort of keep passing on going around. Yeah. You can make a note for later. Okay. This is eleven. Because we still haven't investigated those things in in our other version of the map, yeah. and now that we have this version, and as you were going shadow, you start to get a sense of the dagger you were looking at. Okay. Stylized. And the back side tells you what it is. You, you oh, know this side. now. Okay. Water's Edge. All right. Floats on water and other liquids. Has advantage on athletics checks to swim. Damn, not bad. What is it? So it's called a water's edge. So how it looks, it's like uh, it's really badly rusted. Um, but I'm kind of like as I'm walking, I'm sort of like clearing the rust off of it. Mm -hmm. The blade is decorated with stylized waves all down its edge. The handle and hilt are chipped, worn, and rubbed smooth from use. But the blade's edge is clean and razor sharp. Hmm. And it is called... A water's edge, uncommon dagger. Is there a process for attunement, or do you just have to be the right? That would take. Oh, you could attune to this. Uh, in fact, you could attune to it now. It'll take one more hour, basically, okay. of just like concentrating on it, on holding it. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, another hour. Okay. Attunement. You can be attuned to two items at one time. Okay. And you're, I believe, attuned to nothing, right? I. Because the dagger was attuned to you, the other one, yeah. but, but that's gone right. since it's buried. And I know? was going to say, I don't even remember if I, like, officially attuned to it ever. It, if that it went attuned itself actual... to you. Yeah, that's I... the way cursed items work. Okay. Um, so, yeah. the So, Water's Edge. The dagger floats on water and other liquids. Its bear has advantage on strength, athletics checks, to swim. 
Uh, on critical hit, the dagger deals cold damage rather than piercing damage, and it deals an additional 1d4. Yeah, that's so, not bad. Yeah, so pretty neat little uh, dagger. And it's just like a standard damage. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Except so. when you crit, it, it, it does instead of 2d4s, okay. it's 3d4. Cool. That's Then that's easy to put into the sweet to Good. app. Because with, with um, the, what you call it? Oops. What did we... Hellfang. Oh, Which yeah. yeah. had like eight different was, things to it. Well, that and like also it didn't have like the standard dagger um, uh, damage. So I had to put in a special weapon and okay. like recreate all yeah. the rest of it. Yeah. So this one might be a little easier. Yeah. I wish you could add magic weapons. This one's still homebrewed, but. Uh, this is. Yeah, this is cool. I like yeah. this. It counts as a magical weapon too yeah, for yeah. the purposes of like attacking people. Okay. Sweet. Okay, so you're back at the temple? Yeah, and it is 1 o'clock. All right. Uh, you guys need to... Oh, you're good. Your next save is not yet. Mm. You are at the temple. This is... So the one's great temple to try go well, mm -hmm. it looks far past its prime. Okay. One large section of its roof, you can see even from a distance, has collapsed, flattening an entire portion of the above-ground seating. And as as sort of you pass under this arch and get a little closer to it, it becomes clear that three of the four triglyph statues that were in each of the aisles, remember, they're completely gone, broken off at the knees or below, and only the statue facing to the west remains. You can sort of see that from the northeast side that you're on. Um, both antlers are gone from that one, though. You can see from the back. The pillar nearest the collapsed portion of the ceiling fell inward, leaving a rounded wall where it hit the floor. The top of the pillar hangs just over the edge of the pit in the center, and its end is broken and hanging into space. Much of the railing around the central hole is also broken off and gone. And as you get a little closer, you see that the one remaining triglyph statue, the antlers are broken off, and the center face has been cracked off as well, so it only has two faces instead of three. Two faces. Twisting. A man with two faces and a boy with two faces. Yeah. So a lost protector forced to defend, a man with two faces twisted in wrath. Mm -hmm. A shepherd turned bull, a death wrecked giant. Yeah. I feel like we're going to have to fight Baba Yaga. <laughs> Maybe. I was going to say, too, this one said a lamb taken into the wolf's den. I don't know, obviously you don't know if we're looking for anything yet, but we were basically just in the wolf's den, mm -hmm. right? So we didn't encounter anything lambish, but maybe we have to go back in there again, <laughs> yeah. too. But uh, So are you guys going through the temple, or I, I don't want to make you walk anywhere you don't yeah, decide yeah. to. You can determine all that without entering it. Yeah, I figured just walk around it. Okay. Yeah, probably. Okay, um, fair enough. Give me your... Which way are you going? We'll go, like, here. To the west? Yeah. Okay, through that archway. Mm -hmm. You guys find the village... At least what used to be the village. Okay, so we get there at uh, 14 hours. You find it where you remember it being, and it's 2 o'clock now. Yeah. Give me a con save. 
Everybody but Kolchak has to make it. Man. I have a bump. Yes, I saved this one. Uh, this is going to be slightly different. These are a bit tougher. Oh. So give me a sec. I better still save it. God damn it. It's okay. going to be impossible it's, if it's I do. It's 12 plus 1d4. Oh my gosh. 16. You got to beat. I got a 20. Okay. I had 19. Nice. Somebody roll for Gus. Oh, you roll. Yeah, I'll roll for Gus. Damn. All uh, right. Well, he definitely didn't beat a 16. Okay. He, so he got like a 10 or 11. Gus has one level of exhaustion now. Okay. Yeah. So you guys can tell, because this is affecting your bodies, mm -hmm. uh, the saves before, it was a D10 plus 1D4 that you had to beat. Mm -hmm. Now it's a D12 plus 1D4. Damn. So it's ratcheting up a bit. Uh, but Kolchak doesn't have to make him. He seems totally unaffected by any of this. Hmm. Uh, and, so you find the village where you remember it being, though even from the edge of the burned clearing perimeter, it's clear that the huts have been abandoned for a long time. As before, the trees and undergrowth within 100 yards in all directions of the village have been burned away, and the exposed earth has been cracked, has cracked in the sun between charred stumps. The village itself, though, has changed. From this distance, you can only see the back sides of the huts, which all face inward, right? But you can tell that some of the structures have begun to sag and collapse, and all of them are absolutely overgrown by vines and leaves. A stand of trees, visible beyond and above the nearest huts, but kind of in front of, so it's in the middle of everything, mm -hmm. uh, has sprung up in the center of the village where the fire pit and gathering space used to be. And one giant tree, a white-sided birch of monstrous size, grows above the other trees in the copse. It's at least 10 feet taller than everything else. Mm-hmm. That's what you can see from the edge of the burned clearing. Okay. I want to go to that birch and inspect. Is it healthy? Mm. Okay. So you, because there's a bit between you and that birch. Mm -hmm. So you'll walk the 100-yard burned perimeter, right? Mm -hmm. And you step into basically the same, like, entry to the village you did before. Is that what you want to do? Mm -hmm. Okay. And you, you feel... You remember when you found Gus in the woods mm -hmm. and there were those like heavy vines everywhere and the spikes that were not cooperating with you? Yeah. Uh, you see more of those spiky vines. Hmm. And in fact, there is sort of an archway that opens for you to allow mm -hmm. you to enter. What's everybody else doing here? Gus walks up and he sees this and he says, uh -uh, I'm not going in there. I messed with this once. <laughs> he actually points up to the birch. He says, that's the one that got away. Hmm. You would remember this. Yeah. Um, do you remember that the... Yeah, the dryads were... Well, the one, one, the one, one that, that survived a was a birch bark dryad. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Kolchak is just like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell everybody to stay back, and I'm going to go in. Okay. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll wait, I guess. You walk in, and... It, this You said this has, like, got all the vines and stuff around him, mm -hmm. too? Mm-hmm. I, I want to tell, like, Kolchak to get... Does he still have his holy water? He does. I want to tell him to get his holy water ready. Okay. Okay. He's got it ready. Um, what do you want it ready for? Like, what's your idea? Well, because... We, if we've seen these vines before... So picture, 
just to give you guys a better view of this, right? Mm-hmm. You remember this village was essentially a bunch of huts yeah. facing inward, and the huts themselves sort of formed a wall, yeah. right? That whole wall has been covered by these creepy vines yeah. that are, like, kind of dangerous and unhelpful. Mm-hmm. The entryway is arched over with these vines, and they have, like, pulled open for you to walk in. Okay. So that's what you're looking at. Because what... And you can see inside it is a forest. Not dense forest, but inside beyond those vines, it really is it's it's trees everywhere. Yeah. Okay. You don't see or hear any animals. But it's trees everywhere. Okay. Okay, so you'll walk through the archway. Mm-hmm. Shadow I was gonna say because I thought or, didn't we weren't these vines demonic when we saw them or, or was that a different that was under the bubble there were those oh, vines, vines that okay. wanted to kill us they grew with the rakshasa right that's what i was gonna have him get his thing ready for his holy water okay okay so Nigelis, you walk in mm-hmm. the vines close behind you yeah so you guys see the yeah, vines yeah. close behind him and the dryad mm-hmm. who you had nearly killed before yeah she steps out of a tree Mm -hmm. she's maybe 40 feet away from you okay i'm going to call out in sylvan do you recognize me she she looks at you for a second give me just a minute i gotta think this through Okay, so you shout that to her, Mm -hmm. and she just cackles and steps backwards into a tree, Okay. and all of the trees in front of you start moving. Okay. You are facing a forest of animated trees, and they're they're all going to try to attack you. Okay. How many? Like, how many trees? Fifty. Okay. So the nearest one... Because there's one that's close enough probably to hit you right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Is going to... Does a... Yep. 20 hit? Yeah. Okay. So you guys, over the top, uh, outside, everybody outside this Yeah, thing, yeah. Over the top, you can see... Um, <laughs> The trees start to move, and you hear the cackle. It's going to deal. I'm not using this roll. It's going to deal. 4,000 damage. Yeah. Three, uh, nine, 10, 11, plus four, 15 bludgeoning damage. Man. So the nearest tree, yeah, just like rears up and hits you hard. Okay. And you can hear the dryad cackling mm-hmm. but she is you you don't see her okay she's hidden somewhere what do you want to do hmm. i think what i'm going to have happen here mechanically mm-hmm. is hmm, i don't know i don't know about drawing it we're you're essentially in the entrance here right yeah you have a little space to move but the trees are just going to keep blocking you in closer and closer okay so there's one by you next round there's going to be two by you Next round, there's going to be three. Okay. And then probably no more can fit at that point. Okay. So then 
There's this entrance. What's near the entrance? Like, is this just all... It's essentially the closed vines behind you, mm -hmm. right? And then there's the wall of one hut here and the wall of another hut here. And this wall is slightly caved in. Okay. I'm going to draw this. This, I think, would be helpful to see. Here, can I toss this back in the middle? So, here's the closed off path behind you. Mm -hmm. There's a hut. There's a hut. This one's got a busted in, like, there's a hole in it Kay. that you could squeeze through. And. There you are. There you are. There's the tree. Yeah, we'll put you guys there. Actually, I'm gonna do that. And, I mean, it's a forest of trees, so I'm just gonna grab a bunch of these. And you can't even, like, the, the forest is too thick to see through them to the base of the birch, mm -hmm. basically, but that would be somewhere, essentially, okay. 40, 40 feet in, maybe. There you go. Okay. What do you want to do? I am going to cast Spider Climb. Okay. And then just run up the wall of this hut uh -huh. and down the oh, other wall. Okay, perfect. You cast Spider Climb, you run up the wall of the hut. Uh, this tree, as you go out of his range, he's going to slam at you again. Okay. Use his reaction. Seven plus six. Uh, my AC is 13. Okay. So he hits. Four, three. Four, five, plus six is 11, plus another three, 14. All right. So you climb up to the top of the hut. He smacks you hard, and you mm -hmm. basically scramble over the top. And the vines are going to reach at you. Give me a save as you sort of try to jump. They're not growing up, so it's not like you're jumping a lip. Mm -hmm. But you're jumping off the edge, and sort of the vines growing on the edge of this house are going to try to, like, claw at you, sort of. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Six plus... What kind uh, of save? Dex save. Eight. You're safe. You're safe. They're That's not all very, I needed? They're not very fast. Okay. No. Uh, you, you jump down on the ground. Okay. So you've just... I just wasted <laughs> a spell slot and half my health. Yeah! <laughs> and you... <coughs> You just hear screaming from inside the dryad, just screaming sort of maniacally okay. at you. Just uh huh. We like so when he hops out, we're just like I, I just picture the three of us that didn't go in, uh -huh. just kind of standing out there like, uh, welcome back. <laughs> like what? What'd you do? Uh -huh. <laughs> so all the trees are moving now. Yeah. And... <laughs> Fun stuff. What was that cackling? Was it a hag? <laughs> was it a shapeshifter? Nah, just a dryad. So. So not uh, really wanting to go to the village yeah. anymore. <laughs> village is so, an <laughs> Well, uh, I 
mean, all we know is that, I guess, the swamp was up here. Mm-hmm. Oh, the robin returns. Okay. I was going to say, because my next thought was going to be... You guys have been be, for a while. Okay, well, I guess Devana or somebody else would be our only other person to mm-hmm. talk to. Mm-hmm. We tried Triglav. We tried the village. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I guess you brought up Baba Yaga. Let's, not, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's see what the robin has to say and hope we don't have to go there. Yeah, the pathway, you can't quite tell with the way this is taped, but that way that would have taken you to yeah. Baba Yaga just now. Hmm. Um, okay. The robin flies up. Mm-hmm. It sort of comes from the northeast, the direction you traveled from. Okay. And he lands on your shoulder, and he's kind of breathing hard. Okay. He says, man, you didn't tell me you were going to move. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him to take a respite on my shoulder, friend. <laughs> okay. He breathes deeply for a little bit. Uh, quick darts down, plucks out like a an insect from the wall of vines and flies back up to you mm-hmm. and he swallows it he says uh so you what did you ask Devana again i know i wrote this down uh, but i said we were troubled by the absence of triglob mm. mm-hmm. um he says well Devana told me triglob's gone he's been gone there's a there's some new god where where Osvina used to be. Hmm. She doesn't know much. She doesn't visit that town, but the new god lives there. Hmm. Okay. Did she say... What's happened here? To the... Well, to what? Did she say how long Triglav's been gone? Just a long time. Just a long time. Where might we find Devana? She actually said she was surprised to hear from you. She thought you were gone, too. Hmm. And she... She wondered if you'd seen her sister. Well, if by her sister... Yeah. She, she means Osvina, then... Tell her not if... for a long time. Yeah. If we can meet with her... We can explain what's been going on. Okay. Okay. I request an audience with Devana, goddess of the hunt. I'll see what I can do. He flies off. I don't know that we can really explain what's happening here too well. <laughs> or can at least but, say, hey, your sister killed herself. How have you been? Well, I suppose. So what's your plan here? What do you guys want to do next? We This can be a good stopping point, mm-hmm. but what what's your next step? Well, I mean, I suppose we know there's a new town yeah. to go look at. I want to figure out what this cloak I have is. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, if you wanted to easy. wait here, you could rest an hour. Yeah. It'd be a short rest. Short yeah, I suppose we can wait around maybe for to the see robin? what the robin has yeah. to say. Okay. We'll wait here for word back. Because he okay. came back decently quick. It's mm-hmm. not like we're burning too much time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that's good. Then we'll find out what your thing is, what you know, what exactly it does. Mm-hmm. So as you sit and kind of you first sort of study, you can tell it's magical, so you don't want to put it on right away. Mm-hmm. So you kind of sit and look at it and examine it from all sides, and then after a while you sort of get a sense that it's probably not evil, so you throw it over your shoulders, okay. and you have to sit with it there for a while, and you keep 
sort of getting a feel for it until you have a good sense that this will be a useful cloak. All right. So I got a drab but sturdy woolen cloak decorated with faint leaf patterns that seem to blend and shift into the fabric itself. This cloak was masterfully made by someone with an eye for understatement. And it's a cloak of protection, so I gain a plus hey. one bonus to AC and saving throws while I wear this cloak. Not bad. Yeah. Nice. And I don't, oh, you're attuned to butt face. Yeah. So yeah. you've got your two attuned items. Yeah. I was going to say, was the attunement for that the person who finds, like, the magic word, or... No. Th okay. Well, oh, for butt face? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess kind of. Uh-huh. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, one of the first <laughs> things we did. <laughs> hey, butt face. Yeah. <laughs> Roll. It was, like, an 18. Yeah. That is good. All right. That's funny. So you got okay, your water's edge. You got yeah. your cloak of protection. Uh, it, that one is, that's not homebrew. That's a real item. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it lets you add items yeah. or not. I don't know. Magical items? I don't think so. Okay. You can, like, type in that you own them. Really. And the yeah. sweet thing about the cloak is it doesn't take, like, it just adds it. Yeah. Well, I it don't just... know. Maybe you can... Because if you hover over your AC, you yeah. can change, like, your armor type. Mm. But I don't know if you can... I don't know if you can do magical. Modify... You can do, like, a modifier. I could do custom. Shield bonus, miscellaneous modifier. It must be miscellaneous modifier that you have to add that Yeah, to. I think that's all I can do. And then I don't know how to change your saving throws on there. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'd have to remember that. That's almost more helpful. Yeah. Like, saves the for saves. everything. Yeah. Because you don't get hit so much. Oh, I can add miscellaneous save bonus. Oh, nice. Oh, you can? Yeah. Sweet. So it's plus one to everything. There you go. As long as you got the cloak on. Yeah. And Luke, you can swim extra well. Yeah, apparently. With well, your... I'm already... The thing that's funny is I already have... Um, Proficiency? Pro I have, my acrobatics and stealth are my two highest things, uh. both at plus nine. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. So now I'm, like, a hella good swimmer. Yeah. Dang. Well, that's not bad, though. No, not at all. Not at all. So I guess I gotta start remembering I can swim more. <laughs> we don't encounter we don't exactly encounter True. a whole lot of yeah. large bodies of water yeah so <laughs> except when the jealous summons them to drown yeah. <laughs> drown I a suppose, bunch of campers in a cave yeah, yeah, yeah it was probably like a boy scout trip or something <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah something like that <laughs> that's funny though alright cool okay so when we pick up next time the robin will should be just about returned, yeah. Okay. Cool. And we'll go from there. Uh, when do we want to play next? How do schedules work? Um, Tuesday night? Uh, yeah, should be fine. I was going to say, this week until Friday. Mm -hmm. Probably then, like, Friday, Saturday. Maybe Sunday I'll be available, but... Okay. Yeah. I'm not I'm that you guys I think be. I'm headed to Rapids 
Friday, Saturday, okay. coming back on Sunday. So I can okay. come back. I'll probably be back early enough on Sunday to play if we wanted yeah. to. But well, I work Sunday. Okay. So. okay. That would be that would be the only thing because I think Friday and Saturday I'll be busy with. Okay. Okay. Easter stuff. Well, so you guys want to pick this up on Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday sure. will work. Does that work? Yeah. Yep. Sweet. All right. Thanks for playing again. Yeah. yeah. This one. Thanks for doing it. Was, it's cool. I was like, hang on a minute. <laughs> This is not... I didn't sign up to play the same campaign twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what's cool is, uh, clearly time has passed, yeah. right? Yeah. So I got to imagine, okay, yeah. here's everything you did. Here's how it affected the world, yeah. like, yeah. Well, 500 I, years into the future right, or whatever. Because right. I was thinking, that village lost every one of their leaders. Well, yeah, I was going to say that, too. Like, like they was just left with women and children. All the men were gone. Uh-huh. So, now what? But, I mean... Who knows? Because we know that, like, Kolchak was from yeah. the same, like, place. He's just from a different town. Yeah. So. Either way, this is cool. And Triglav's yeah. gone. It's, yeah. There's I, only one stone obelisk. The temple's different. Yeah. yeah. You guys have the sweet prophecy. Yeah. yeah. No, that's going to be fun to play around with. Yeah, right?